The good news is actually that there is a little progress, and that is that the WGA and the AMPTP, uh, which is the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers, that's the, the studios, uh, have agreed to go back to the bargaining table. And um, that's good because obviously you can't get anywhere if you're not talking. So, uh, you know, it's there, there's now they've been pretty far apart. So I can't say that I'm super optimistic that everything's going to get solved during these negotiation sessions, but it's a step forward. It's progress. Um, we're going into uh, what I, I believe it's like the 140th day now of this, uh, which is. Um, uh, longer than the last strike in 2008 by a lot, and it's getting closer to the longest uh, writer's strike of all time, which was 154 days uh, back in 1988. So, uh, you know, we're only about two weeks out from that dubious distinction. Um, you know, the, the other big news uh, sort of of the last week or so has been about some of these talk shows, and uh, a lot of people might have heard about yeah. uh, some of this hubbub. Um, Drew Barrymore, um, Bill Maher, uh, Jim, those were the two sort of high-profile ones, but other uh, syndicated shows like Jennifer Hudson and The Talk were all supposed to be coming back um, without, uh, you know, guild writers, and they all caught so much flack with that uh, that they backed off pretty quickly. In fact, they were supposed to go uh, come back, uh, you know, live in studio this week, and uh, they 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 reversed those decisions um, after uh, a lot of pushback from not only guild members but uh, uh, you know those who thought, hey, that's a little hypocritical. And I understand their point. Um, you know, there are other people that are being hurt by this. You know, all the the tech people, the IIT people, uh, the crew of these shows. Um, you know, they're not on strike. It's only the writers and the actors. And so all these other people that work in television, work in movies, uh, are being hurt. So I do understand that spin on it. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously there was a lot of pushback and uh, all of those shows decided to wait. Joe, let me ask you this. And we're talking with Joe Fortunato, film study professor. And a lot of people hear AI, and they heard you and I talk about this, that the main stumbling point is AI. And I was wondering if you can simplify it for the for the listeners so they understand the, the AI discussion with the writers and actors. Is there a way? I guess that's a lot to ask you. But is there a way to simplify that? Well, I'll do my best, but I, I do want to sort of, uh, you know, qualify that a little bit. I don't know that it's the number one issue. It's the sexiest issue. It's the one that captures the headlines the most. Um, frankly, uh, I, I don't know that there's really a list of number one, number two, number three. There's, you know, a host of three or four issues that are all important to uh, to the various uh, guild members. Um, I, I would actually think, though, that... Uh, uh, you know, right here and now, it's the residuals on streaming that's probably the most important for both actors and writers um, in terms of their, their daily bread, as it were. But anyway, going back to your question, um, AI is, is certainly an issue. And, uh, you know, whenever we have these strikes, it's, it always seems to be technical things that come up. You know, last time it was streaming, and now we've got the AI thing. So we're looking at preventative uh, negotiations here, I guess. For the writers... It's um, fairly simple. Uh, you know, they, they're worried that that uh, studios and, and, and stuff will just uh, have AI create scripts. And that's a legitimate fear. I've actually seen a few 
um, not whole scripts, but I've seen some scene breakdowns. I've seen some, um, you know, short scenes written and stuff by AI. And in some cases, it's, you know, serviceable. Uh, so it's, it's a genuine concern that they would have studios replace humans on those kind of things. I don't think it really goes too far into writing entire movie scripts or something like that. Although, you know, I, I wouldn't say that's impossible. Um, but just the, the other parts that writers do in terms of breaking down stories, breaking outlines for shows, for seasons, things like that. Um, so there is a concern of, of replacing real human writers with AI and doing those things. For the actors, it's a little bit more about their image. And to have their performances recorded and then banked in a database that then AI could take that information and create performances uh, from them that the actors aren't actually doing. It's just, uh, you know, what some people might call a deep fake or something like that. And to ha so, you know, having their, their name, image and likeness doing performances that they don't agree to. And that's a pretty serious thing on their end. So that's, uh, in you know, the sort of layperson's and simple version of AI, I think, for both groups. Film study professor Joe Fortunato with us. And Joe, my final question uh, for you today uh, on this topic is when will the, the viewers, the fans of movies and television shows, and, you know, we can go on and on here, when will we start to see the fallout from this strike? Because so far, we've seen the movies, we've seen the shows, but I imagine we're coming to an end of that new product soon. Yeah, uh, and I, I don't have a, a date, and we don't operate these these uh, anymore on the sort of the traditional fall TV schedule. We like like we used to. I mean, there's a little bit of that, but it's not it's not quite as pronounced. So you know, things are rolling out at any given time on either the networks or uh, the streamers, and that content's going to start running out. Um, you know, as we get into the fall and winter, and we're already seeing. Uh, you know, some of the ramifications of that. I mean, uh, you're seeing promos for more reality shows uh, that are coming up. I mean, we always have reality shows, but, you know, Survivor, of course, has been around uh, long before uh, uh, the strike issue. But I don't know if anyone's noticed, they're now going to have 90-minute episodes instead of 60-minute episodes this upcoming season so you know they're they're filling more air airspace um we uh are seeing the shows i just talked about that we're going to go back into production and then they decided not to um the, the, so the talk shows and things like that another thing that that, that some viewers may appreciate this so you know it's a double-edged sword but cbs has chosen to put yellowstone uh, on its uh you know network and that you know so i mean it, it did pretty big numbers last sunday so uh, Yellowstone, which a lot of people have already seen on cable and streaming, is now uh, filling up network time slots because they don't have other content to put there. All right, Joe. Good information. Look forward to the updates. And already looking forward to our visit Friday, my friend, as you take us to film school each and every Friday just after 8 o'clock. So thanks for taking time to visit with us and an update. And I guess we can only hope that this ends sometime soon, that it really also takes care of everyone involved. Thanks for the time, my friend. Okay, we'll see you soon.